As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thanks for listening. I'm David Yakir here for Yak About Today, and I've been thinking about a conversation at dinner last night. But first, I have to tell you what Chef Bill created for us. We had a fish stew with scallops, shrimp, cod, grouper, a butterleaf salad with ginger orange dressing, and don't think less of us, we had a butter pecan ice cream cone. And that's a sugar cone at that. So, uh, the conversation, although somewhat morbid in a way, but necessary, surrounded several of our friends who have lost their other half after many, many years of marriage or companionship. The question arose, what happens if the person who left us is the one who managed our lives? So I thought I'd invite Jennifer Luzado. She is an investment advisor who helps her clients organize both their financial and personal lives, and through personal experience, understands the need of her clients when there is a loss or a loved one. And today we're going to discuss her new book, Inheriting Chaos with Compassion. And that's what we'll yak about today. Live from Vero Beach, Florida on the Treasure Coast, you are listening to Yak About Today. I am your host, David Yakir, and if you are looking in the mirror and still seeing 25 and the years 46 to 64 were the best, then this is the place you want to be. So get up, get out, go to the gym, go for a run, and listen to what we yak about today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before we bring Jennifer Luzato on, I want to remind you of the Name the Song contest we had last week. We had a winner. Uh, and he named all four songs. He was Sequin from New York, and he got all of them. So the songs were When I'm 64 by The Beatles, Crystal Blue Persuasion by Tommy James, Riders in the Storm by The Great Doors, and Ball of Confusion by The Temptations. You know, the name that song contest was so popular that we're all talking about making it a regular feature in the show. We are back. I'm here, as promised, with Jennifer Jennifer Luzato, and we're going to talk about her book, Inheriting Chaos with Compassion. And I want to welcome Jennifer. I'm so glad you got on to our show. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. It sounds like you have a lot of interesting topics that you talk about. Yeah, but your topic today particularly interests me um, because um, it's specifically of interest to the community that I serve <clears throat> down in mm-hmm. Florida. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, before we start, I have a habit of doing this, uh, putting people on the spot. But mm-hmm. I like them. Okay. I'd like the people I interview to tell their story. You know, Mm -hmm. where they started, how they got here, why are they so interested in the career, what made them write the book, that type of thing. So if you can give us that story, that would be great. Sure. Yes. Well, I started in this industry. I'm a fee-only investment advisor and financial planner. And I actually started as a a, a money manager, portfolio manager right out of college. Of course, I had to pay my dues. I didn't start out as the portfolio manager. But over time, it morphed into me be, uh, starting my own firm. And when I originally started to write this book, I was thinking I would write about financial topics and, you know, probably nothing too new and exciting probably, but would help people understand because so many people know are so smart and know so many things, but if they're not all that interested in financial stuff, they don't t- tend to take the time to understand Um the various aspects of their financial lives. But as I started to write the book, I realized that I had a story to tell that might be helpful to others in other ways. And what I mean by that is um, not quite four years ago, my husband died somewhat unexpectedly from leukemia. I'm so sorry. And Yes. Well, thank you. And he he was 49, so he was pretty young, really. And um, we'd been through a journey of the cancer and getting better and then not, and then it coming back. And so that was 
one aspect of I was dealing with my financial life in a different way than I had before. And then secondly, my sister died suddenly about a year and a half ago. Oh my goodness. Yes. And so in my, my personal family life, you know, I was already the financial person. So I did learn some things valuable that were valuable that I didn't realize about dealing with um, after the death of someone that you love. But when my sister died, I knew nothing about her financial life. And I, in one fell swoop, I was her executor. And then her husband was worse down a memory care issue than we realized. And I also became his power of attorney. So I had to step into their shoes and pick up all the pieces and clean it all up. And I learned a lot during that one. And so what I realized was here is people like me who have a lot of experience with the documents and what you look for in the papers. And even for people like me who have that experience, it could be, it was really frustrating and overwhelming. And you felt like you took one step forward and two steps back for every single issue and new things would pop up. And I was thinking, well, if I'm overwhelmed by this, how much more overwhelmed are people who don't have that experience of who to call, what paperwork you need, what's the terminology that you use? Because, you know, every industry has its own kind of lingo that others that don't work in the industry don't necessarily understand. And so the book became this, what I hope is to help people start to think if they're set with that situation suddenly or maybe not so what should they start to do and think about and what steps should they take and encourage them to take it one step at a time. And also on the other side of that is it really is important to be somewhat organized with your finances because someone might have to step into your shoes at some point. Sometimes it's temporary. It doesn't just have to be a death. That so makes it happen. So can mm-hmm. can I stop you there right for a second? Sure. So mm-hmm. I, I, these are hard questions because they're based on your grief. So I don't want to sort of, you know, push aside the grief and everything you've suffered, having lost probably two of the most important people in your life. Mm-hmm. And, um, but in the case of, in the case of you and your husband, you obviously were managing through his illness finances and you understood them. So after he passed, you were able to move on because you had a way of managing and you followed, I'm guessing, your rules on how you manage, you know, or how you prepare your your finances. And so there's two questions here. So you're okay. I mean, I don't know the financial condition, obviously, but you totally were able to move forward financially after you lost your husband. On your sister's case... What I'm getting is it's probably a, a bit more problematic because there was yeah. no preparation, which meant when you mm-hmm. stepped in, everything may have been all over the place. Where were the bank accounts? Was there any insurance? Um, what's yeah. the medical? What are the weekly payments? What are the credit cards? That type of thing. Exactly. Yes. You're right. It was from a from a logistics perspective, my sister's death was much more difficult because I was literally having to look through the mail and look through stuff in their house to find clues because I had no idea what they had or where it was. And so I think a word of caution here to a lot of people, usually in a couple, 
there's one person who is the financial person and there's one who is not. And I think it's really important to at least have some understanding, even if you're not interested in it and you're like, oh, I'll trust my husband or wife to take care of it. Um, that's great. And it's good. You have somebody to trust, but also to make sure you have some working knowledge or at least where the accounts are and who to call sort of thing. Because yes, when I stepped into my sister's stuff, I had, I had no idea, nothing. And I think I barely got a key to their house. I don't even remember how I got that. And so, and they lived an hour away and, you know, it was, it was much more chaotic for sure. I think that's a um, that's an important point, and I know I can bring that close to home. Um, mm-hmm. I manage in my family here, uh, two of us. Mm-hmm. I manage, mm-hmm. I mean, anything that has to do with a penny through a dollar and online and passwords and bank accounts. Mm-hmm. I manage all of that, and it occurred to me um, at dinner the other night we were talking, and my other half throws up. And says, you know, I don't know where anything is. I don't know where our banks are. I don't even know how to get on our accounts. All I wow. know is I have these debit cards and credit cards, <laughs> you know, and I'm listening yeah. to that. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about our interview uh, today because I'm not sure how to take somebody through that, how you inform them, or maybe what happens if your other half is not capable and mm-hmm. do you go out and find, what do they call, uh, executors of estates? Mm-hmm. You know, you sort of, you know, find somebody and say, hey, cousin, mm-hmm. you know, do you do the bills in your house? Here's an envelope of everything I do <laughs> in case anything <laughs> happens to me. You know, go take care of everything. So, but how do you prepare? Yeah. So let me ask you the question, right? Mm-hmm. Is there, I don't want to call it a sequence of events, What are the mandatory things people should put in place just Mm -hmm. in case something happens to them? Well, I think the number one priority has nothing to do with what I do for a living, but it is to get your estate planning documents in order and make sure. I mean, I had one client come back to me a couple weeks ago and he said, you know, I found I followed your advice. You know, we'd been talking about it for years, but after he read the book, he was like, and I went to an estate planning attorney and he goes, I found out my will wasn't even legal in Virginia. So every few years, one should go and make sure their estate planning documents are what they want them to be. Is estate planning just a will and maybe a health proxy? Is that uh, what's involved? It could be, well, it could be, yes, your will. Um, it could be that you want to set up a trust so you have some degree of control of what happens to your money after you die because, you know, there's people do weird things when money is involved. And sometimes it, so it's very good to have clear directives of what your intentions are. And sometimes a trust is helpful for that, not for everybody. Um, a power of attorney that could be used if you're disabled temporarily or permanently. And then the medical directive, yes, which allows, which says what your medical wishes are if you are not able to make those decisions for yourself and really find somebody really trusted who will serve in those various roles. It doesn't have to be the same person that's power of attorney and executor and somebody different completely might have the medical power. But that is like the top level what you, what everybody needs. 
to get set up. And it is not fun because nobody likes to talk about death or disability. And sometimes the decisions are difficult of what to do. But it's better than letting a state decide what's going to happen to your funds if it's not, you know. So um, if you die without a will in Virginia, which is where I am, they um, the, the state court system decides what happens. So it's, that's the very most important thing. So in your situation where you're with someone who doesn't have a whole lot of interest clearly on all of that, I think a, a total gift you could give that person is to have a notebook that has, you know, semi-recent statements and, you know, this is where our power bill comes from. And because sometimes you need the account numbers, not just knowing some Virginia, we have dominion power, but just knowing that doesn't help. One needs to know the account number when they go in to start turning off the power because you sold the house kind of thing. And so, I mean, I would have even been thrilled with a box full of papers (laughs) with my sister's stuff. But um, so if there's just some sort of central collective area that even if that person is left taking care of you or your estate, they could even take that to a trusted advisor to help them work through. It just makes what is already a very chaotic and painful time a little bit easier because what happens is people get hit with this double whammy of grief and um, not really wanting to function on a, on a, you know, their everyday level for a while. But not only do they need to function on their everyday level, then suddenly they've got a huge mess to deal with as well when they can generally least have the least ability to deal with it. And so anything we can do to make it easier on the people we love um, like that, even if it's a box full of papers, is a gift. It really is. Okay, let's talk about the book for a second. So it's Inheriting okay. Chaos with Compassion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing, mm-hmm. by the way, can, you can get that on uh, Amazon and yes. every place, right? On Amazon. Okay, yes. actually, while I'm on it, um, because I never know if I'm going to run out of time, let's give contact information, <laughs> you know, if people need financial advice and the book. Why don't you uh, give everybody uh, some info? Oh, thank you. Yes. So my email address is Jennifer, um, which is J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R, at summitrva.com. RVA stands for Richmond, Virginia. And my work telephone number is 804-290-0162. All right. So Inheriting Chaos with Compassion I'm guessing I can figure out the first part because you told us the story of your sister passing. Yeah. And that yeah. obviously where where you looked at everything and you went, wow, how am I going to make sense of this? <laughs> and it's through yeah. that experience that you learned how to make sense. And, is, and, I'm, and I'm guessing that it is through that that you're learning how to share that with people uh, because obviously yeah. the compassion part – is necessary in those circumstances, I'm guessing. It is. Um, and, and, and compassion for what people are going through. And some people have a higher ability to deal with that kind of chaos than others. And in my sister's case, a lot of the compassion came into play because my brother-in-law was incapacitated. And part of the chaos was getting him to a care facility when he didn't want to go and um, just a lot of frustration around that. 
which of course I'm still dealing with. He's still in a, in a, um, and he's very young. He's only 67, right? He shouldn't be anywhere near a place like that, but he is. And, um, and so it's that ongoing compassion for that situation. And, um, and also I've learned, I've learned a lot about how people process things differently too, with different client situations. And, um, and so, yeah, compassion is pretty important. You know, I haven't sort of, I, I've, I've looked at it, but I haven't read the book. Is the book divided into sort of, okay, so you've got the how-to piece, I'm guessing, where you mm-hmm. tell people how to organize their finances in case something happens, right? So they'll mm-hmm. be prepared. And part two, I'm not even sure why I split it up. And, and part two was... Uh, the experience that you went through to get to part one, you know what I'm, I'm, I think you know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Yes, I do. It's really more, what do you do if it happens to you that you get plopped with the situation in your lap? So, cause we're, we'll probably be on either one of those or probably both in our lives. Right. So it's, how do I deal with this when suddenly it's in, it's on my desk basically. And how do I, get as organized as I can, which means different things to different people to not leave that kind of mess in someone else's lap for my own personal stuff. So in a lot of the story, my personal story is in there. Um, but I also have several client stories in there and friends that have had various situations that they have faced and, um, not the whole story, but examples of why this something might be important. Um, Maybe um, so, let, let, let me stop you there because I think this is important because we have okay. just a couple of minutes. So can you mm-hmm. tell us a story, uh, a, you know, obviously keeping it private, but give us an example of right. a story where a client was yeah. in a certain place and when you got together, uh, how it, you know, how it moved forward? Yes. The, the one example that comes to mind is um, a very sweet woman and when when she became um, my client, her husband was still living, but he did have a degenerative disease. And But their finances were all over the place. They were actually quite good with their money, but they had various retirement accounts everywhere. They didn't know. And so we started pulling stuff together and organizing it so that their life was simpler while they dealt with his disease. And then he ended up dying much faster than we would have expected. And it was not a fun story about what happened. You know, it just went bad fast. But because we'd already simplified a lot of things, the aftermath of her, of her loss was spent more grieving and figuring out what to do with her day versus like, oh my goodness, now I've got all this stuff I don't know what to do with. And so we were able to, as we worked through her grief time, I would say, I already understand all the pieces. I know how to take care of this. This is what it is. Let let me just get you the paperwork ready and you can just sign it. And so it just made her, her life afterwards so much easier. And then she got to the point where she could envision her future as being a widow and well, what, you know, start thinking about what are the things I enjoy? Because it had been a while. She'd been taking care of a sick husband for years. And so, and then she was able to get through the other side and start going, 
you know, I remember I used to really like to hike. And so she joined a hiking club and it just took away some of that pressure and stress that um, she would have had if we hadn't started working on it way ahead of time. And so it just gave her some more, I don't know, less stress and a little more, the quality time came faster, I think, for her because of it. Okay. I got five seconds. <laughs> I just want to thank okay. you. <laughs> I want to thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. I wasn't looking yes, at the clock. <laughs> um, it's Jennifer <laughs> Luzado. She's from Summit Financial Partners. Her book is Inheriting Chaos with Compassion. Go buy it on Amazon. Thank you. I will talk to you soon. I hope again, Jennifer. Thank you. Yes, me too. Thank you, David. I want to remind everyone that this show is made possible by New Vision Eye Center. So go see Doctors Minotti, Reinauer, Tate, and O'Brien because Yak wouldn't trust his eyes to anyone else. The Yak About Today broadcasts deliver on-air and online conversations, interviews, and stories engaging the baby boomer generation and beyond with discussions, tips, and information. You can find us on the station's Waxy 107.9, WZTA 1370 AM, and Real Radio 101.7 in Florida. And of course, on all major podcasting systems. You can also get us at yakabouttoday.com and Facebook and Twitter and all social platforms. Just look for Yakabouttoday or write me at yakabouttoday at gmail.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.